is the 77 WABC minicast. And joining us now here on Cats and Cosby is John Solomon, the great investigative journalist, the founder of Just the News. Uh, John, there is so much to talk with you about. First of all, uh, we are now hearing that the January 6th Select Committee happened to delete more than 100 encrypted files in its probe right before the GOP took over. Tell us about this. This is crazy. Yeah, this is very important. Uh, Chairman Barry Loudermilk, he's the head of the House Administration Oversight Subcommittee, so the subcommittee that's been investigating January 6th since uh, Republicans took over Congress a year ago. He says, wait, we tracked down these files. They were deleted. They were first encrypted in case we ever recovered them and then deleted so that Republicans would never gain access to a large swath of evidence that the committee had gathered. And that is on top of other signs that we have that the committee was playing with some of the prosecutors, that they were uh, hiding the fact that uh, their star witness, Cassidy Hutchinson, had changed her testimony via a large errata sheet. Uh, The suspense in the behavior of the January 6th subcommittee is really growing. And the Democrats aren't acting like a committee who's or at least now with the behavior, that whose mission was righteous. They're acting like they had something to hide. Republicans are determined to find out what that is. Uh, the next step is to try to compel Benny Thompson to give the encryption key so that now that they've recovered the files, they can access them by having the passwords. That hasn't happened yet. At some point, you may very well see one of these members of the January 6th subcommittee today, the new committee, perhaps file an ethics complaint against Benny Thompson, saying this is not the way members of Congress and committee chairs are supposed to act. Uh, That's one of the things I know is under discussion right now. But uh, Congress uh, having a problem within itself, unable to get evidence in Congress. Who would have thought Congress was destroying evidence? Well, that that is mind-boggling that Congress (laughs) would destroy evidence. But we do have access to it if if they gave us the encryption key? That's what they're telling us. That's what Donnie Sherman Lotto said. And, and, and I don't understand when they pull a stunt like that. Yep. Who uh, who goes after them? If the FBI is listening to the Department of Justice and the Department of Justice seems to be prejudiced at this time, what, what where's the rule of law? Yeah. Well, that's a big question, right? And listen, at the end of the day, you say this all the time, John, and I couldn't agree more with you. American people just want the facts. Whatever happened on January 6th, give us the truth, but don't hijack the truth. And I think there's a growing belief that maybe the January 6th committee had its own truth and didn't want all the facts to come out. They wanted a controlled narrative. And that narrative is now you know, under uh, not only attack, but it's under uh, revisement because we're learning so much that we didn't know during the committee's hearings uh, in 2022. So uh, give us the facts. I think that's what the American people will say. I think Barry Loudermilk will find a way either through forensic experts or by cutting a deal with Benny Thompson to get the passwords and get these encryption keys done. But that's a big part of the the ongoings in the January 6th committee. We're going to have some new evidence about January 6th and one of its most famous players that day on that tragic day later this week we'll be giving give a give update on that one we're ready to break that story can't wait now what about fanny willis the georgia da there is so much stuff it's like a soap opera yeah. uh yeah, and, and the, the ex-lover is now uh, or the ex-wife i guess they're in the middle of divorce proceedings she's now yep. presented the receipts showing that nathan wade this is the prosecutor yep. that she appointed in the trump case and the da 
that they went on trips together, that they, he, he was buying plane tickets, uh, you know, Royal Caribbean. Uh, it doesn't sound yeah. like they were doing a lot of investigating at that time. <laughs> That's or maybe a different kind of investigating, sort of investigating, right? What were they doing? <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I, at the end of the day, uh, if there is some hanky-panky going on and there seems to be suggestions of it, and it occurred at taxpayers' money, that is prob- problematic, right? It creates conflicts of interest. But I think there is a much larger issue uh, that could be really disturbing to the American people. Uh, I think the Democrats would love to stay focused on the hanky-panky if there is some, but the perhaps more troubling thing is that the Georgia prosecutors have billing records suggesting they met for a very long period with the Biden White House just before they indicted Donald Trump. And the question for the American people is, what is a White House doing meeting with prosecutors who are investigating their chief rival. And so far, the podium at the White House has been silent on this issue. They're not answering. What's the old expression, uh, John? It doesn't pass the smell test. Exactly. Uh, And uh, we have some litigation coming up we'll be announcing soon, but we're going to force, we're going to try to force disclosure. We need to know. Remember a year ago, I broke a story that the White House told the National Archives Go sick the FBI on Donald Trump and the classified documents. That was the first time we found a Biden White House doing something that in any earlier generation would have been frowned upon. But if the White House was meeting with Georgia prosecutors and in any way facilitating, assisting, encouraging, directing uh, a prosecution of Donald Trump, that could become a national scandal. There's real billing records, so there's a reason to be worried about this. We're going to get to the bottom of it at some point. Great. Well, thank you so much, uh, John Solomon, and let's catch up again real soon. Sounds great.